Okay, everybody, take your seats, if you would. Stacia's ready. She's ready. All right, let's pray before we get started. God, thanks for uh, just for allowing us to gather here together, all get here safely. Uh, we pray that uh, everything that we do tonight will bring you glory and honor. Um, we surrender our lives and our hearts and our minds to you this evening. We're here to learn, and we are here to serve you. And we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask you guys a question tonight, and uh, this may or may not be something that you've thought about, um, but the question I want us to think about tonight is, can what we find our identity in influence our attitude of praise, and to what extent? Um, maybe another way for me to phrase it is, on a more personal level, how much does the way that people view you or think about you affect how you worship and how you approach God in a manner of praise? At first thought, you may think, uh, well, not that much. How can the way that people perceive me have a direct impact on my attitude when worshiping God? And I would say only to the extent that you allow it to. Uh, John Piper says that God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. So being completely satisfied in him requires not part, but all of our affection. Um, I've lived much of my life on the coattails of the approval of others. Those that know me, uh, I love to make people laugh. I enjoy being the life of the party. And uh, if you don't like the pictures of the delicious ribs I smoke on Facebook, it's going to make me really sad. But I want to make a caveat here, that I see nothing wrong with social media outlets. Oh. <laughs> He's rushing the mound. He's rushing the mound. Um, I don't see anything wrong with social media outlets. Uh, I love how I can connect with people and stay in touch with my friends, but in the world that we live in, uh, with opinions and viewpoints, uh, bombarding us on social media every day, paired with our constant desire uh, to be loved by others. Uh, it's more important than ever that we're quick to find our security and fulfillment in Jesus and in him alone. Our constant chasing of the affection of others will never fulfill us. We will never be able to catch what we're chasing, and it will most times will be left wanting and empty. But how does that affect our attitude in worship? For the longest time, my joy in Christ was limited because my identity was not completely found in him. And so my attitude patterned off of how others saw me and what others thought of me. And when I approached his throne, it was very rare that I came with joy and gladness and security in my identity in Jesus. But I began to read these verses over and over again, and if you're like me, you too need to be reminded that our identity isn't in what we accomplish or what people think of us. 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him that called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 
Colossians 1, 1 through 3, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And then 1 John 3, 1 through 2, see what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it does not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. The worship team, uh, over the past couple months, has, uh, we've all downloaded this app, this GroupMe app, and it's just a way for us to connect as, as a group um, and for each one of us to um, go through devotionals that uh, Brooke's been providing to us. And so uh, we get comments on there from different worship team members. And, um, and there was one that was um, kind of pertinent to tonight's. Uh, you can come up now, Rachel. Star. Pertinent to tonight's. And I just wanted uh, Rachel to share what she wrote. And uh, the question was, um, what was the question? The question was, why are we more concerned with impressing others than with pleasing Jesus? And I, I said, when I worry about impressing others rather than Jesus, I am again forgetting where my citizenship lies and whose I am. And I do this often. We can't help but see and feel the world because we're physically here. Also, the enemy lurks waiting for us to let our guard down so he can attack. When we spend time in the word regularly and pray and focus on the Lord, actively pursuing and serving, it makes us less susceptible to this kind of attack because we're choosing to focus on Jesus. Um, I'm, for those of you that don't know me, I, I'm into horses. We have a horse boarding business. Um, and one thing I know about horses is if you're going to hook a cart horse up and drive it down the road, part of the equipment that you would put on this horse is a set of blinders. Cart horses wear blinders so that they keep their eyes forward and walk steady and upright, unswayed by whatever distractions are happening on either side of them. Let our reading, prayer, and attentiveness to the Lord give us blinders to have tunnel vision like this for him his goodness, and his will for our lives. So our joy is not found in a movable force. The overflow of our hearts in worship is grounded in the sacrifice of Jesus and his redeeming power in our lives. For me, I've found that true freedom in praise comes when I see myself as God sees me. When I see myself as a son of the creator of the universe, I don't have to chase after his affection. He freely gives it to me. And when I remember that, as Pastor Max said this past Sunday, uh, it wasn't the prodigal son that ran towards the father, but while the son was a far way off, the father came running to him. So why would I search anywhere else for approval? And why would I put my identity in anything else? I believe that seeking after the love and affection of others can impact how I worship because he is only most glorified in me when I am most satisfied in him. You don't need to stand, but uh, we can all sing this next song out together. This is, uh, this is one that we've uh, done 
plenty of times. This is called Who You Say I Am. I am who 
Child. 